The Mind Aware, 348. If I actually put makeup on, I better sit down and record something. (laughs) Where do people get stuck? And one of the main places is this inner critic. What happens when you imagine Donald Duck saying, you silly idiot? Most people I speak to, they're, they're struggling finding their purpose or their gift. But the reality is you're living and breathing this on a regular basis. You're the web developer. How the hell do I know how that... <laughs> like, what do I know? I don't... Like in my old job, I would just call the IT guy to do this stuff, and now I'm the IT guy. Hi, this is Dana Wild, and welcome to the Mind Aware Show. I'm so excited to talk with you today because we are talking about action, and specifically intentional action. This is part two in the series on action that we're doing. It's a three-part series, so there's one more coming up, so stay tuned for that. But today... I want to talk with you about intentional action because most people are taking the wrong kind of action in their business. And you're going to understand fully by the time I'm done what I mean. The other thing is most people are blaming themselves for when they don't take action or when they don't feel like taking action. And we're going to address that too. So first, I want to give you a definition of intentional action. Intentional action is the action you take after... You've moved yourself to an emotionally positive place. In other words, when you feel good, you can do anything. Because when you feel good, everything you touch turns to gold. You know that feeling when you get in the flow and it's like, oh man, so many good things are happening and I'm doing this and I'm having success. That's intentional action. When you feel bad, don't do anything in your business. Don't force yourself to power through. No, your only job in that moment is to get yourself feeling good. Intentional action is the action you take after you've moved yourself to an emotionally positive place. So it's not action that you take after, oh, I happen to feel happy this moment. I'm going to take some action. No, you are responsible for the way you feel. You are the one that thinks in your head. You are the one that makes choices to do things to get yourself feeling better. And sometimes the best you can do is take a nap, and that works. Believe me, I'm a big believer in napping your way to the top, right? That works. But don't take action unless you're feeling good. That's the point. So it ties right in with what I want to talk about today. Because most of the time, people feel like, if I said, why aren't you taking action? Chances are, if you were the average person, you would give a bunch of reasons that sound like, well, I am a procrastinator, or uh, I'm overwhelmed and I feel paralyzed, or I've got ADHD, I'm not focused, right? That would be the answer that most people would give. And as we learned in part one, those are actually not the reasons. The last time I talked about this subject in part one of this series, I said those are symptoms of the real reasons why you're not taking action. And in part one, we discussed one of the real reasons. And so today I'm going to give you a second one of the real reasons. And the third one will be revealed next time. 
So the second real reason why you may not be taking action is because you're trying to force yourself to do things you don't like to do. And chances are they are things that people have told you that you have to do in order to build a business or that are popular to do now. And so you feel like you've got that FOMO, right? That fear of missing out like, oh, if I don't do this, I'm going to lose out on a bunch of customers, right? So let's talk about that. Because most of us have been told that there are certain things you need to do to build a business. And it may include, well, you have to have a website or you have to have a funnel or you have to pick up the phone. You have to make customer service calls. You should be live streaming. You should be blogging. You know, think of all the things that we have to feel guilty about. (laughs) The list goes on and on and on. There's no shortage of stuff to feel bad about about ourselves. So think about that. All of those things that other people have told you you have to do. Pick up the phone is one of my favorite because most of us can identify with that feeling of where you're looking at the phone going like, ugh, I just, it's like like it weighs 500 pounds. I do not want to pick up that phone. Then why are you doing it? Well, you're doing it because you have a story in your mind that you've been telling yourself that sounds like this. I can't grow my business unless I pick up the phone. Or the only way to make money or to gain followers on Facebook is to live stream. Or I can't make sales unless I have a funnel that converts. So all of these stories that we tell, what happens is they become self-fulfilling prophecies. They weigh us down. We feel like, oh, I can't do it without that. Well, are you telling me that there's no successful business out there that doesn't live stream? There's no successful business that, that exists that doesn't have somebody picking up the phone and calling customers, right? There's no successful business that doesn't exist without having a Facebook page, right? Or blogging or, 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 or fill in the blank. Whatever you've been told about building your business, it isn't true. It just isn't true. You can build your business any way you want to. And I'm there now by the power invested in me. I give you permission to build your business any way you want to. And there are so many different ways. Now I'm going to give you a list of ways just to give you some ideas and for different skill sets that you might have. Okay. And then we're going to explore some questions that you can ask yourself to see which your best method for building your business is. But I want to drive home this point really clearly because I know some of you might thinking, yes, but Dana, I am a procrastinator or I do have ADHD and I am unfocused, right? You might be thinking like, no, 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 it's not this. It's the real reason or all those things. But here's the thing I want to tell you. If you're doing something you really love, you don't get distracted from it. If you're doing something you really love, you don't procrastinate on it. Nobody says, well, I was going to eat that bag of kettle chips, but then I just kept procrastinating and procrastinating and I never did it, (laughs) right? Nobody says, I was going to eat that chocolate cake, but then I got distracted. Or if you like to dance, you don't say like, well, I was just going to get up and dance, but then I have shiny object syndrome and I decided not to. No, If you love to do something, you know, if you love to ski, if you love to hang out with friends and socialize, you don't get ADHD and say, well, I was going to go hang out with my friends and we were going to go see some live music, but I just kept procrastinating. I never did it, right? So find what you love. Find what you can't wait to do. 
So what are some of the choices? Let's talk about the choices and let's talk about how you can find the thing that best fits you. Okay. First of all, let's start offline. Here are some ideas, right? You can do trade shows. Now you can do trade shows either having your own booth, right? That makes sense. Or attending as a guest. You know, some of you, you don't feel like you have the skill set to want to organize everything to hold your own booth or to get workers or to work with somebody. Well, you can attend as a guest. If you have the gift of connection, if you're able to talk to people easily, you can mill around and meet people. If you are a ringleader type where you can organize events, maybe you host your own trade show, your own event where you bring people together and have like whatever they call them, like girls night out or holiday shopping days, right? You can attend live networking events. If you have the gift of connection, that's a great one. If you like to teach people or like to advise, it's a great one because you can talk to people while you're there. Maybe you like speaking. If you're somebody who you have no problem being on center stage and having the attention on you, if you don't mind being in the limelight, speaking is a great way. Also, teaching personalities do great with speaking. You can do in-home presentations, great for teaching personalities, great for people who are comfortable with dealing with groups of people. You can make phone calls. Some of you love connection. Some of you love talking on the phone and love connecting with people and love having those one-on-one intimate moments where you share details or share information. This is a great method for you. Direct mail. Sales letters, postcards, coupons, lumpy mail. You know, have you ever gotten lumpy mail? I think it's the coolest idea. I wish this was my thing because I would have so much fun. Like when you get something in the mail that's like a toy or a widget or something, and then it's got some fun message with it, like a big, massive $100 bill or something, and then some message with it. I love lumpy mail. For those of you that are good writers or Maybe you're somebody who's into statistics or analyzing things. Direct mail could be a really good method for you because you're in your skill set. Partnering with local business. You go in, you talk to a local business. You can hang flyers there. You can put business cards at the register. You can swap leads with them. You can say, look at, you know, and, and look for businesses that have similar businesses to you, but not exactly in the same niche. Right. So, for example, I was telling somebody about this who sold romance products and she ended up partnering with a local bridal shop. Right. Because she could do bachelorette parties and she could refer people to the bridal shop for their needs so they could swap leads. You can even offer a free drawing in a location. And if you do this, it's best if you can offer a prize for that particular location. So let's say you're going to partner with, a, let's say, a tanning salon or a nail salon or something that's local in your area. Well, then give away a set of their nails or give away one of their tanning packages, collect leads, uh, do a drawing once a month, put on your little checklist, you know, do you want to hear more about my business or my product or my business opportunity or whatever it is? You can... Leave catalogs in the waiting room. That's always an easy one. You can do offline. Now, we haven't even gotten online yet, right? Offline, you can get interviewed by media. So that can be print media like newspapers or local community flyers, or you can do radio or television, or you can do paid advertising and all these things. So it can be like infomercials or radio. But even like think about the newsletters and community flyers that you can do paid advertising Writers, people who are in statistics, good for this. People being interviewed, this is great for you if you're somebody who is a teacher, feels comfortable 
being interviewed by somebody, right? And a lot of these too, another great gift that some of you have is maybe you're crafty or you're artsy. You're into those kinds of things like creating visuals. Well, think about what you can do with that in ads or in graphically designed things, all sorts of ways to be creative. Now you get online and by the way, if you feel like it, for those of us that are here on Facebook during the live recording session, if you feel like it, pop in the comment section what your thing is. Like if you know you love teaching or you love graphics or you love writing or you love statistics, pop that in the comment section. I'd love to hear about it. Or maybe you have a particular method of marketing you like. So online, blogging, guest blogging, right? Great for those writers. Vlogging, that's just videos, like have your own YouTube channel. Vlogging, good for, for teachers, good for people who are comfortable with technology, right? All sorts of things you can do with technology. Doing reviews. This is good if you have a personality that's kind of like a, what I would call the champion, where you like to shine the light on others. Then get on Yelp, get on Amazon, all those other sites that are niche-specific to your industry, and do reviews. Become known as the person who's like the authority who gives their spin on everybody else's material. It's a great way to shine the light on others, but still draw attention to yourself. And you're on these sites that are heavily trafficked. Article marketing, writers, right? Article marketing, video marketing, all sorts of stuff that can be done there. YouTube's not the only site in town. There's all sorts of ways to do that. SEO optimization, that's like when you get to the top of Google. For those of you that have that analytic mind, that statistic mind, wow, this is a great way to drive traffic to your website just by looking at the numbers and tweaking things and adding backlinks and keywords and all that stuff that people with those minds do, right? Podcasting. If you like to shine the light on others, start your own podcast or get interviewed on podcasts. Maybe you're comfortable being interviewed about your opinion or you're comfortable teaching people or you like to connect. Get interviewed. Host your own summit. Ringleaders, this is for you. Bring people together and host your own summit. Get interviewed on summits. Hold your webinars. Hold conference calls. Joint venture marketing. Connect with other people in your niche and trade. Do paid advertising. This is all online. Banner ads, Google AdWords, Craigslist. And get listed on those free online calendars, community forums where you can comment. That's also great for people who are teachers. There's so many ways online. And do you know what I haven't even mentioned yet? Anybody caught it? What haven't I mentioned yet? Social media. I haven't even touched on social media. That's just online marketing off social media. Uh, social media, you've got commenting in groups. Facebook and LinkedIn, starting your own group on Facebook or LinkedIn, curating other people's content and sharing it with people, sharing original content. Maybe you make graphics, you take photos, you do videos, you write notes or articles or clever quips. You know, I have this guy that I used to work with in the film industry, and I'm telling you, it's crazy. He doesn't even have a, a business outside of that, but he has so many followers on his personal profile just because he writes the funniest, cleverest little things and posts really funny little things and people just want to follow him and see what he's going to do next. Live streaming, right? Facebook, Periscope, and so on. Hold a Facebook event, run a contest, paid advertising on all of these things. Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest, retargeting ads, or just take over a whole channel. Why don't you just say like, you know what? Twitter is going to be my thing and I'm going to own it. Instagram is going to be my thing, 
and I'm going to own it. I'm going to dominate it. I'm going to dominate Pinterest, pick one, anyone, Snapchat, Vine, any of these, right? I could go on and on and on. We have all of these methods. I haven't even touched the surface, and yet all of us are still sitting here feeling guilty. I'm feeling bad and beating ourselves up because we're not doing the one thing that everybody says you have to do in order to build a business. Well, give that up. I now, by the power of vested me, say get rid of it. No longer, no more. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. That's why you don't feel like taking action. When you're doing something you love, when you're doing something you're excited about, when you're getting the word out about your business and marketing in a way that is just like dancing or skiing or eating a bag of kettle chips, then you don't have any trouble taking action. You can't wait to take action. It's like, try and hold me back. I am so ready to go. Okay, so... With that, I'm going to take a little break because what we're going to do, I'm going to check in with the Facebook peeps here. Now, for those of you that don't know, I'm here live on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific time. We record the show on Facebook. So I'm here doing the show live. I'm going to check in and get the comments and hear what everybody is saying. I want to come back and talk about how can you figure out what your thing is? What questions can you ask yourself? to figure out what your thing is. So sit tight, be back in one second. What's going on with you? You seem so up all the time and your business is on fire. What are you doing? I started Train Your Brain You. It's the only program for entrepreneurs that addresses mindset and business growth strategies. The idea behind the program is that when you feel good, you act great and it's awesome. You can check it out at trainyourbrainu.com. And that's train your brain you, the letter U, dot com. Is it expensive? Seriously, it's like you're a whole different person. It's only a dollar a day, and you get all the latest tools to help you stay positive and grow your business. You would love it. Where do I go again? Train your brain you, dot com. That's train your brain you, the letter U, dot com. Check it out today. Hi, everyone. This is Dana Wild, and welcome back. You know, we've been talking about action, and specifically, we've been talking about those people. You know, all of them who tell you all these things that you have to do in order to build a business. Oh, you know, and I have to tell you, I, I don't like to let myself get off center about crazy things, but if I hear one more person say, get out of your comfort zone, I swear my head is going to explode. We at the Mind Aware, we don't say get out of your comfort zone. Don't face your fear and do a bunch of crap that you hate doing. Instead, get into your comfort zone. Figure out what you love to do. Figure out what you're passionate about. Figure out what your favorite thing to do is and then nail it. Become known for that thing. Make that your vehicle for success. We like to call it your vehicle for celebrity. Make that your vehicle, the thing that you're best at for marketing. You're going to be able to keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. Okay? So how do you know what that thing is? Because we all have a certain list of things that we do to build our businesses. So here are some hints. Here are some ways to kind of think about it and questions you can ask yourself. Notice if there's something that on your list that you always seem to put off until the very last minute. What is that thing? 
What's the thing that you finally just have to force yourself to do because you keep putting it off and then the deadline hits and it's like you have to do it? Or maybe it never gets done at all. That's the thing to quit doing. And instead, ask yourself, what am I already doing every day that I love and that I enjoy? So what do I love to do? And we gave some examples before the break, things like writing or be doing creative things, making graphics or numbers or statistics or spreadsheets, right? Or technology. Maybe you just can't wait till that new app comes out or that new doodad that you can play with. Or maybe you're a champion of others and you love researching and looking for information and sharing it, you know, and, and if that's you, remember, you can share other people's content and just give your opinion or spin on it, like with reviews, or maybe you're the personality, I like to call this personality the star, there's somebody who like, if you're a star, you know it already, right, you don't need me to tell you, because you're the one who's like, yep, I could get on that stage in one second, and I'm ready to go, I can't wait to just be up and be bright, maybe you're the type who's the teacher, like you like to impart wisdom or you like to impart information that maybe you've learned somewhere else or maybe it's something you've created, right? So what are the things that you're already doing that you love to do? The other good question you can ask yourself is, and I think I first heard this from my friend Elizabeth Crook. It's a really good one. When you're done doing something, a task throughout your day, check in with yourself and ask yourself if it gave you energy. Or if it took your energy. And, and you might even start to know those things that when you're done, you just get up and you're pacing around. And you're like, oh, I'm like that with live streaming. When I'm done with a live stream, I'm pacing around my house and I'm like, wow, just filled with energy. Some of you have those things. Writers, you know who you are. This is not me. But you know how you'll just journal and journal and, oh, you get up and the thoughts are still going. What is giving you energy? What's making you feel good? Because think about it. I wasn't kidding when I said nobody procrastinates about dancing or skiing or playing with a cat or maybe going to volunteer at a facility that they love helping people or eating a piece of chocolate cake if they love that or going out and biking or hanging out with friends or having friends over. I mean, you know the thing that you love to do and you don't procrastinate or you don't shiny object on that. So why not have something in your business that you love to do just as much as that? Then you build your business the feel-good way. Then you're taking intentional action. Then you can't wait to get up in the morning because you're creating the new thing. You're doing the new thing. You're starting the new project that it all revolves around feeling good and doing the thing you love and that you're good at. So I would give that some thought today. Think about those questions, and maybe you already know. And I'd like to say stop immediately, stop today. But I, I know sometimes we're not built that way, and that's okay. You don't have to stop immediately right now. But make it your vow that you're going to be more aware about this, be more persistent and consistent and more intentional about this, more intentional in doing things that bring you joy, and spending more of your days in joy and outsourcing things that you really think you have to do, but you don't want to do them. And spending more time training your brain, being willing to give up things and say, you know what? My business is rocking anyway. I never have to be good at that thing. I never have to do that thing. And I will be successful. And the best part is you can start right now. You can start today. You can start building your business your way. And we'll see you next time on The Mind Aware.
well, I don't know if this is the right analogy, but it's like, kind of like being drunk and like you got to get into your house. You know, like, okay, just walk <laughs> up the walkway, you know, one foot in front of the other. Holy free holies, right? Oh, they'll get my smile later. Later they'll think that that crazy lady was smiling at <laughs> <laughs> You're oh, doing yeah. the dishes and he's playing the banjo. We're talking fresh from your juicer. Each day is a new life we can create. And not looking at your smartphone or thinking about your next meeting, but just listening to people. If you're aware that we own a monkey. Because we're all about joy here at the Mind Aware, right? <laughs>